All right. Hey, everybody. This is Daniel Ramsey with My Outdesk. Today on Scale the Podcast, we are going to talk about delegate or die. All right. Normally, I've got a guest or some speaker or a customer that I'm going to go over. But today's conversation, it's actually sparked by uh, a good friend of mine. Her name's Caitlin, and she is a business owner and I got this text and it reminded me of what it means to be a leader. Um, This is what she said. Caitlin said, I'm serious. I'm feeling so defeated. Today, one of my employees gave notice, which is fine. She's replaceable, but, and it's the least valuable role, but, and I handled it right, but big picture, there's something going on in my company. My ops person just gave you know, she's only 30 days in the chair. I feel like after losing this person, I feel like I'm a failure. She goes on and on and on and we go through it. And the reality is this is what it means to be an entrepreneur. I got together with Caitlin and actually had coffee. And here's, here's how this conversation went. There's a lot of things a business person has to do. When you're going from zero to a million Uh, You're in the I do it and the we do it stage of growing a business. And your focus has to be on growing revenue. It has to be on, you know, learning what your customers want, creating attractive um, marketing pieces that your customers raise their hand and say, yes, I need that. In fact, your customers in that stage need to jump over the table and say, I need that product or I need that service. And that's how you know you won. But you're gonna start building a team and you're gonna start building process. And the biggest aha that I had in this conversation that many entrepreneurs um, get wrong is there wasn't alignment around the vision of the company. And, And here's what I mean. I asked Caitlin, like, so, you know, tell me what the goal is. Like, if I sat your five employees, she has five employees, she's crossed the million dollar mark. In fact, I think this year she'll do $3 million if she can keep her employees. Um, but I asked her, so what's the goal? And she, she very matter of factly turned around and said, my, my goal is to, is to make money. My team's goal is to make money. Um, we're money motivated people. I only hire people that are money motivated and I want to rah, 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 win. And, um, you know, after listening to her break down all of her challenges and problems, what I quickly understood is that she had failed the set of vision that was compelling for her people. She was hiring folks that were money motivated like her. And the problem with that, that she is in the process of discovering is turnover is the enemy of scale. It is the enemy of scale. And when you lose somebody after training them, teaching them how to do the systems and process and understanding the customer's mindset and everything that's going on within the business, once you've lost somebody, you have to start over from ground zero. And that is an absolute enemy to the idea of growing scale inside your business. And that's where she was. She was losing people because her vision was off. Her mission was off. And and so what I quickly realized with Caitlin was that her priorities were off. The money goal wasn't the thing that was going to motivate the team to rally around. And I think it's important that this segment is delegate or die. So we're going to get to that. But this story is 
is it, it, it's kind of the lead in into the into the whole concept because I'm gonna you're gonna walk away with a framework today to really think through what you should be doing as a leader and CEO of a business versus what we all think. But this is what was happening for Caitlin. She had failed to set a vision and a mission that her team could wrap themselves around and really truly dive into. And another framework that I like is that I want our employees, our virtual professionals and our team and, and the company to serve our customers exactly the way I want them served. And so you have to document those things and you have to document what's the energy that, that you want your customer to feel? What's the energy that you want the business to feel like for your employees? And that's where Caitlin had failed. She'd failed to document the energy and, and the mission and the vision and the values of her company and then hire to those things, even despite thinking that she had a very clear mission and, and vision for her people. She, she articulated it. We're money motivated. I want to hire motiv money motivated people. I want people who are going to get after it. And I think when you have that kind of a mission, I think you fail. So the delegate or die is knowing what you should focus on. And then what could I delegate out? Setting vision, setting mission, that, that's the work that only a CEO or founder can do. That's, that's, that's your job. You're the leader of the business. You must do that work. Now, the question to ask yourself is, what's the work that I can put into a system and a process, train to it, and then delegate that to a team member? And that process, I always, I always like to say it's a very fast, and this again is another, another framework that you can follow optimize how something is being done within your business, then document that in an SOP, standard operating procedure. This is how we do it here. This is how we serve our customers. This is how we want our marketing to look. This is how we want our sales to look. When somebody calls and has a customer service claim, this is how I want that handled. So you document the feelings that you want the business to feel like for the employees, for the customers, for your vendors and maybe your internal team and your external, maybe your virtual professional. Um, obviously, that's what we do. But you want to document what the SOP is for the business. Then you want to put together a training process and a realistic timeline and then delegate that stuff out. When you have turnover in a business, this is what causes companies to flatline or even see a dip in revenue. And you know, I think it's important to understand what should a leader focus on? And the question is, is a very, there's a very simple answer for that. It's you should, as a leader, do what only you can do. Do the things within your business that there is no one else, that there is, there, that you may be the only person that is able to do that because you're the only one who fully understands our, the customer. You're the only one who fully understands the business. You're the only one who fully understands the employees. That's an easy framework to list out all the, the different things. I love it. I'm great at it. Those are the things that you should keep. Um, and then everything else, you should create a system or a process, you know, automate it 
as much as you possibly can because anything that you can automate is is you know that saves money and time optimize it right go through and do it the, fa the fastest way you possibly can this is how you do it this is where you do it these are the systems that'll make it fast you don't have to waste a lot of time so you're going to optimize it meaning make it the best system you can and then put it in an sop and then give it away delegate it to somebody else so you can focus on the things that only that you can do that only you can do in the business basically your highest and best uses of a time of the time that you have as a ceo or founder or business leader and i think that will serve you very very well now being that we're in the virtual services industry we also like to apply can this be done virtually or physically can can if i put together a process and a system and the good training around it is this something that i can give to a virtual professional and they can do 90% because if it is and if it and if it is something that can be done well you're not only are you going to save a lot of time but you're going to likely save a lot of money and that will free your us based team or your internal team members to do the things that they should be doing only and so this this process of you know hey what are you doing today what needs to be optimized what can be automated what should be delegated down to your team this is the same process that every leader in the world who's ever grown anything of significance has had to consistently do time and time and time again and i'll leave you with just a couple things cuz I want to get back to Caitlin and how she was feeling and what what it was like. It's freaking normal and I think this is something not understood in entrepreneurship and it's not understood nobody teaches this in school. There's there are four classes in the SMB space, right? So 0 to a million is you're a small business, you're just starting, you're learning, you're generating revenue but you're not making a ton of money. that is the massive amount of growth it's a huge amount of growth and that that's like climbing a mountain looking up seeing the peak getting to the top of the peak and then realizing there's more peaks to go and literally it can be the most defeating growth and for me it was the hardest 0 to a million was the hardest it took the most transformation the most learning the most head damage i'm talking about running your head against the wall all hours of the day losing sleep understand i mean you've got to do all the hard work of who are my customers who are my team members what's our service what's our product how are we going to go to market you know what is our website going to look like who's my insurance broker like all the hard work in fact the first million um quite honestly can be described as the most challenging part of growing any organization and here's this is kind of the great analogy around what that looks like you get to the top of the mountain what you think is the mountain and you're like yes i made it and then you look up to the horizon and you realize there's still more mountain to go that mountain was hidden behind the first hill and that's what it's like to get to a million dollars in revenue because the next echelon or the next place that you have to go is 10 million dollars. 10 million dollars is a substantial shift. So when you're in the 1, 3, 5 revenue, you can kind of just chuck along and do the same things and 
everything will be okay. But what happens is you're like, man, in order to get to 10 million, something fundamentally inside my business has to shift. And that's what we're talking about here with why Caitlin is, you know, in, in challenge mode. In that space, it becomes about they, your team, and who's on that team, and what the mission is, and the vision, and how they're driving towards, you know, helping a hundred families find their dream home. In our business, um, you know, it's it's a really tough thing to ask your employees to help you become rich. Like, right? If I if I told everybody, hey guys, we're we're gonna build this huge company, we're gonna have five thousand virtual assistants, and the goal is for you to make sure that me and my family are generationally wealthy. Like nobody's signing up for that. Nobody ever is signing up for that journey, right? And so what happens when you're on that one million, you know, you got to the top of the mountain and you realize, wow, there's another hill. And this hill's steeper. I I need different equipment. I need a different crew. Um, my shoes aren't right. My my clothes aren't right. Um, this this is going to be a harder climb. This is going to be more challenging. And that's what it is to be in entrepreneurship. Is that you constantly have to reinvent yourself. Everything that you learn to get to one million dollars is going to serve you to get to ten million. But guess what? You have to learn on top of it. Now it's it's like you learn this thing and that skill is going to get you two, three, four, five, maybe 4 million, you know, if you're real lucky, but in order to get to that 10, 10 million, you radically have to completely transform who you are, how you serve, who's on your team, what your systems and processes are, what your technology is, like your value proposition out to the, to the end of, you know, to, to your customers, how you engage with your audience, how you engage with your employees. And that journey, ladies and gentlemen, if you're an entrepreneur, is freaking hard. It's hard because 96% of businesses never cross the million dollar mark, 96. So that means only 4% ever get above a million dollars in revenue. And if you think through, you know, okay, 4% of 28 million businesses, that's, that's a small percentage, right? Ever cross that. And then you go to the next one of 10 million and it's 0.04. So, oh my goodness, like the, the, the amount of people who actually cross that boundary, the amount of people actually do that work, um, well, it's just a small amount. Let me actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the slide real quick because I wanna make sure that you guys see this because I think this is important. And all of this, by the way, is IRS data. So this slideshow right here from the current slide, this is IRS data. So 96% of businesses are below a million dollars. There's 28 million businesses in the US and only 4% of them ever cross the million dollars to 10 million. And then it's 0.4 actually reach the next summit and cross $10 million in revenue, 0.4. I mean, it's a small percentage. And this is the challenge is that at each one of these evolutions, you have to, as an entrepreneur, completely change who you are, how you show up, what you do in your business, who you hire, how you hire. Like 
how you bill your customers, how they pay you. I remember one of, uh, one of the bigger mistakes that I made early on is that I would let my clients pay us 30 days after, you know, and it only took a handful of customers at that time back in, you know, 2010 or 11, it took a couple people trying to slow pay us like wait 60 days or 90 days for us to realize, whoa, this, this broke our business. This, we don't have the cash flow. We have to borrow money in order to pay our people now. And, and you've got to be up for that journey as an entrepreneur and realize, you know, I got to reinvent myself at one, at 10, at 50, and then a hundred million. Every time I hit another thing, I'm going to look up and I'm going to see another mountain to climb. I want to wrap up today um, and just make sure you know why I do these videos, why I want you to hear this message. Um, I have a heart to helping people grow revenue and, and buy back some of their time. Um, I have a heart to help business leaders, entrepreneurs, CEO, um, uncover frameworks that'll help them really grow and scale their business. And so when you're thinking about what do I need to do in my business? What are the things that are important that only I can do? Once you have that answer and you realize you have to delegate everything else out, you're going to find you're going to have more time freedom. You're going to see your revenue begin to grow. You're going to get clarity on who you need to hire and when. You're going to get clarity on the systems and processes that need to be created in order to really grow your business. And I think that will serve you really well. Um, again, Daniel Ramsey here with My Optus. This podcast is specifically designed to help you grow and scale your business, buying back all the time that you need in your life so you can go to the gym, be with your family, maybe read a book one day, go to the movies. Um, and I hope this framework, Delegate or Die, has been helpful to you.